Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. I want to share a story with you, Che. You are made of magic and the world needs to see more of it. This is how my client Shannon was able to launch a brand new website and close new clients in just one day together. Shannon Mulligan is a senior copywriter with 15 plus years of marketing experience. She's all about humanizing brands, B2B or B2C. At the end of the day, it's still a human reading your copy for now. (laughs) So let's write copy that they, you know, actually want to read. She's not just a copywriter, a strategist, or a social media manager. She is an innovator and ideas person who is always down for a company-wide presentation on the rule of three and loves a good piece of marketing. Here's Shannon. Thank you so much, Shannon, for joining in on the Brand Party podcast today. I'm so excited to dive in on some very groundbreaking content and copywriting tips from you as well. Just an expert here, ready to share. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, I want to start off to just lay down some groundwork for some folks as well and just demystify some terms out there. So let's break down what exactly is brand voiced, first of all. So I consider brand voice the way that not only the way that you talk about your brand, but the way that people understand and relate to your brand. And, you know, it's, it's no surprise that some of the biggest brands do this really well. Nike and Lululemon are both fitness brands, but they both have very different ways of talking to their consumers. And you, you understand intrinsically that they're different brands without ever seeing any of their products. They're showing your the product in the commercials, but from the music they choose the graphics they use, the types of images to, of course, the copy and the content. It's all very different. It's all very unique. And that says so much before you even actually get into what they're selling. Absolutely. And so this goes really well in terms of a segue of like brand messaging and that unique value proposition equally as much. So even if you're in the same industry and selling similar products or similar aspirations, like how does that come into play? So I've, I've been working on this a lot lately with the freelance squad and having different copywriters and different designers who all essentially in the big picture do the same thing, but bring their own unique brand voice to the table. And we've been talking about it when I, when I ask people, you know, what do you do really well? What do you want to work on? And they're like, oh, well, I do copy and I also can do a bit of design and I can do some social media. And the truth is that is very difficult. <laughs> you, you probably cannot do all all three of those things really, really well. And so it's trying to figure out what their unique brand offering actually is. And the, the way that I stress it is what are you, it's not that you're better than anybody else at this thing, but if you had to pick one, what do you say that you are great at? And I struggle with this as well, because I, as a copywriter, copy is my jam, but I also sat next to some really talented designers. And so I can use Figma. I can, you know, work certain things in Canva. I understand design general spacing, but all that does is make me a better copywriter. It Mm. doesn't make me a designer. 
And it's still an asset that I can bring to my clients because I can work with their designer in Figma on web copy or whatever that is. But again, that doesn't mean that I can take on or should be taking on design projects of my own because somebody else is going to be better than me at those projects. And it's not going to be my best work. It, they're not going to be as happy. And I, I'm not going to feel as great about that. And I want to work on those things that I really love. So relating that back to, you know, your, your the, the unique thing that you bring to the table, it's figuring out what separates you from your competitors. And it doesn't have to be everything. You can pick one thing that you do really well and share that. And then people will find out about those other things that you do pretty well. Yeah. You don't need the whole kitchen sink, uh, sort of vibes, right? (laughs) No, no. It's hard to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a really great tip out there. And for those, especially who want to like look larger than life, especially for those solopreneurs listening to this episode right now, you know, sometimes we want to seem like a bigger agency or just that we have much more to offer perhaps than what we do kind of like that all everything in the kitchen sink that we're talking about but what do you recommend to folks when they are writing things like their bio for their website or you know emails uh, going out landing pages everything from there like do you recommend using the eyes and making it more personal or do you recommend using the we's and you know from there yeah that's an interesting one and I I've seen a real shift in talking to clients lately where there is a real appeal and and understanding for solopreneurs and people who are doing it on their own. There's no need to use the royal we on everything, which can be hard to get out of. I I still inadvertently do it, but they're looking for a personal connection and that can be anything from, oh, we you know, used to work with some of the same people, or we went to the same university, or we just both are really into Heartstopper, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. um, and and finding out what connects you with them. And when you are talking just about yourself, you can dive a little more deeply into the personal side of things. And I see this with brands sometimes too, where you know when when we're writing their social copy, it's it, there's an elitism that can come across mm-hmm. with uh, talking about themselves in the third person or using we. And particularly in social, you can't do a lot of the memes or the jokes because they're, they're all very, you know, you can't do the like my face when memes when you're <laughs> not talking about my, you're talking about like our brand's face when, and that doesn't work. And so there's no shame in being, you know, a solopreneur or being just one person operating something. There's a real honesty that can come to that. And I think that's very appealing to clients lately, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That transparency goes a long way. And I think that's the big rule of thumb. If anybody takes anything from this episode is very much just talk directly and personally and openly to that ideal client that you're looking for ultimately too. Yeah, absolutely. I would much rather take a little bit longer to find somebody that I really want to work with and who really gets my style and is excited about my style versus slogging it out with people where we're not on the same page, there's rounds and rounds of edits. And of course, you know, that luxury doesn't exist all of the time. Sometimes you're like, you got to take the job to pay the rent. But, you know, the more you start to really put out there the type of people that you want to work with, the the more people are going to recommend similar and like-minded people who are then going to want to work with you because of those assets. Yeah, absolutely. That trust and connection goes such a long way. And there's this big uh, evolution almost with personal branding, especially coming out of the, like this P word of pandemic, but just, I feel like people are craving that more than ever, especially, and people are becoming more accustomed to it 
as well, Mm -hmm. especially with like the big shifts of work from home and self-employment. I think that people are finally ready to stop hiding behind the wheeze and the shadows of, yeah, looking larger than life because people can tell now. Yeah, exactly. And it, it sounds so cheesy, but the whole, you know, never being afraid to, to be yourself, that's what really resonates. And honestly, it's why a lot of my clients have started to work with me, I think. And that makes it more fun for me. I don't have to hide what I did on the weekend or hide my kids running around here. And it creates a really personal connection that can, can really resonate and just make an overall much more enjoyable working experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've talked a lot about some really great takes so far, but I want to know just rapid fire. Like what are your three big things that you think that business owners can do today to actually improve their content and copywriting? The first one is hire someone to do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't fix my own shower and if it's not your jam, you should not be writing your own copy or designing your own sites. (laughs) Hire an expert to do it. And the second thing is to be involved with it. The more you are part of things, the more it's going to feel like your brand, whether you're with a a corporation or it's just yourself, uh, you're going to be happier with it and enjoy the process more. And then the the third thing I think is almost a, a flip side of that, which is to trust somebody. And if, and if they're coming to you with a specific recommendation, it's usually based in experience and there's, there's a balance between, well, I really want to do this. And I'm, I'm telling you that this is going to be more effective for your brand and, and trusting their expertise. Yeah. It comes from a good place. Yeah. There's, there's likely a reason for it and they should, the person you're working with should also be able to explain that rationale as well. Mm. And to be able to work with you to be like, here's my personal recommendation, but here's my professional recommendation. And you know, those are the ones that you should really be listening to. Yeah. Well, I think style is such a big thing that you're mentioning too, of finding the right person because not everybody's going to be the right fit as we had talked about. So I guess even when we had worked together for your VIP design day to work on your website, it was so much fun because I feel like our styles are very, both quite bold. They're very aligned in that way, but also I really resonated with your um, website copy that you had written. You're just like jam packed full of personality. (laughs) It was the most fun that I've like ever seen across the, the interweb. So (laughs) I feel like people should definitely check it out if they haven't already. Um, but if you could share Shannon, like what was that experience like for, for you for that, uh, intensive day together? I have shared about it with a, with a few different people. And I'm so glad that I did it. And the, there's two reasons for that. One, I agree with you. I had so much fun working with you on it. And I felt like I didn't, you know, design and copy is so hard for a lot of people because it's, you see something in your head or you know the way you want something to sound, but it's really hard to articulate that. And even like looking for examples of images to share, unless you know exactly what you're looking for, you're just scrolling through the internet being like, I don't know, this site kind of looks like what I want. And it's, it's hard as a designer, I'm sure to be able Mm. to, to, pull those pieces out and, and make what I'm thinking of. But I really found that, like you said, we we're on the same page with it. I really liked the, the things that you did. And there was, I, I, I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted things to look like. And sometimes that can be a bit nerve wracking to share because I don't want to step on anybody's toes. You're the designer. I'm looking for your expertise, but I found that you, 
it, it seemed like where I didn't know what I wanted, you were able to fill in those blanks with great suggestions. But then the things that I did like, you were like, yeah, let's, let's go with this. I'll, my job is to make great design choices, but also to create something that you're happy with. And there was a really nice balance there. Um, the second reason I was really glad I did it was just the efficiency of having it done in one day. And I talked to so many different freelancers and the first thing out of all of our mouths is always like, here's my portfolio. I haven't updated it in a while, or I don't have a website yet, but I've got a Google drive. Is that okay? And I get it. It seems so daunting to put together Mm -hmm. and so much work and it takes so much time. And that was really what, but before we connected, that's really what I felt like I was paying for by booking you in Mm -hmm. was I can have this done in one day because otherwise it's going to take me three months. And I, I needed both the push to get my stuff together to send you because you need copy for the site. You need the portfolio work to upload there. So I was in that, that rush beforehand, which was beneficial And then also it was just done at the end of the day and I didn't have to go back and forth on edits. And I just, you know, I I don't, I'll pay for the efficiency of not having something take so long that I can't share with people. Mm. So it was, you know, very much worth, worth everything to, to work on that partnership with you. Yeah. I really appreciate your kind words. And, you know, I know how important it is for you to be able to shut off and like have that quality time with your family as well. So I'm so glad that we could finish at a great time for you to actually enjoy the rest of your evening from there and to have like that mental clarity and space back because you are so busy and your business is thriving that sometimes it feels like people are just going to push it to the side because they're like, Oh, I'm doing well right now. Right. (laughs) So what would you say to those folks too? Yeah. And I I think there, there is a spot where that's okay. Like the, the website that I had previously, I was still able to send people there. It added an air of legitimacy, but I just didn't feel really confident with it. And I knew that my best work wasn't there. And I said, well, you know, should I really be sharing what I don't consider my best work is with people? So when I had the new site after we designed it, I, just felt so much more confident sharing that with people and not just the clients that I work with, but the other people from the freelance squad to see like, this is a legitimate thing. And it just felt a lot better. It, it, it took away like one stress and worry from my you know business life. And it was just really reassuring to know that like all the links worked and everything, you know, they could see the right documents. And that was just a really there's, there's so much uncertainty around freelancing in my business. And so it was really nice to eliminate one of one element of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can break down a lot of those barriers with something very just you at the end of the day. Cause I think that takes a lot of the questions and obje- objections out of that decision-making to even as early as that customer journey to just like reach out and ask you uh, about a project. Right. Yeah. And you know, it, it made it, one of the things that I was really looking for that you were able to accomplish was to make it so that I could update and make a lot of the changes myself, uh, which I still have yet to do, to do on some of those because everything else is so busy. But, you know, I really appreciate having that option as opposed to you coming back and saying, you know, like, well, you'll have to hire me for an additional hour to do these small changes. And, you know, giving me the autonomy to do that myself was really important to me. And I, I love that flexibility so that I can do things in my own time and my own way. And that was a really nice foundation to build on. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people know their content best. They know their business best at the end of the day. And if I can help empower folks with the right tools and resources, ultimately to build that confidence that you're mentioning, that is like the best feeling in the world to just put it out into the world, really proud and excited because I think Mm -hmm. that's what attracts that type of energy and the type of people that you're looking for equally as much. Um, Because yeah, I've been on the other side too, where I didn't feel like my website was like me or my branding wasn't like me, but then I don't end up sharing anything and the world doesn't know what you have to offer. Right. Um, so that's kind of the flip side of it, but I, just to wrap everything up, I guess, I always like to ask clients and folks like, you know, this has been a really great win in a lot of ways for you. And, um, like, what are you currently celebrating from here? It's a great question. <laughs> uh, cause a lot of days it feels like you're just kind of yeah. getting through, but I think in the, when I was thinking about this for, for in, in the wake of so much kind of negative news lately, mm-hmm. which there is an overwhelming amount of, uh, there's been some really cool things that have come out of that, I think, and, you know, out of necessity, which sucks, but seeing the, the momentum of people to come together and to bring a lot of really great positive action is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And kind of gives me that hope that, you know, we'll, we'll reach some cool turning points and some good things will happen. And so I'm trying to focus more on those small moments of celebration that will hopefully ultimately end up in some really amazing wins for, for everybody. So that's, that's kind of what I'm holding on to these days. Amazing. Good stuff. Well, I mean, if people want to reach out and connect with you further, where can they do so? Yeah, they can find me at my very nice website. <laughs> That's Christina's made for me at shannonmulligan.me. And you can also head there and find out more about the Freelance Squad as well, which is a team of creatives that work on some pretty awesome client projects in case anybody's looking for any freelance help or wants to be part of the squad and kind of be match made with some awesome client projects. Amazing. Can definitely attest for that. Um, There's some pretty cool people and projects doing awesome things over there. So definitely check it out. And thank you so much, Shannon, for being part of the brand party. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Are you ready to leave the heat to the steamy beach days and barbecue sizzling this summer and want results like Shannon? Book your VIP design day now. There are only a few spots left for September. You can book yours now at christineldesigns.com slash design dash day. See you there.